Hello, everyone, and welcome back to I Care Outreach Moving Through podcast series. We are so grateful for your continued support throughout our seasons of ministry. Once again, Pastor Rob Turner, educator and founder of I Care Outreach, located in downtown Bridgeport, Connecticut, will probe us in this new series. Have we asked God what seed he wants sown? And are you and I willing to yield to God's climate to cultivate a harvest? Let us listen. Hi, I'm Robert Turner. Thank you for joining with us. We are continuing with our Moving Through podcast series, beginning a two-part message on the topic of the harvest of righteousness. Extracting from James chapter 3, verse 18. The social world order around us is disturbing, filled with chaos, confusion, troubles of all sorts, and emoting false hopes. And for many of us believers or not, we are experiencing the ruminating effects, the hurts, the wounds, the stress of everyday life circumstances where a harvest of peace appears to be so invalid. Shall we ask ourselves, are our life patterns, our ways of living, our thoughts and actions manifesting the wisdom of God in these times? You know, we may engage our minds looking at others and systems tending to use our own human wisdom and repeat the same patterns, expecting different results. And in our doing and thinking the same old thing, there's difficulty for people to bear witness to a harvest of God's righteousness. Many of us have turned away to some degree or have a half-hearted commitment to Christ, thus are not bearing any harvest. James chapter 1 verse 20 informs us the wrath of man does not produce the righteousness of God. Faith and actions cannot be separated. Faith, which is only in the mind, is not yet complete. It becomes complete when it results in decision of the will and is carried out in action. Faith is not mere belief in orthodox doctrines, but commitment to Christ-centeredness. And commitment always responds, it obeys. Chapter 1 in James tells us that faith becomes true faith or complete when it is joined to obedience to Christ. So, James gives us a solution for our problems today in chapter 3, verse 17. He says, the wisdom that is from above is first pure, then peaceable, gentle, willing to yield, full of mercy and good fruits, without partiality and without hypocrisy. He goes on to say in verse 18, the fruit of righteousness is sown in peace by those who make peace. We hear all kinds of advice how-to and counsel, and many are just offering worldly wisdom. James cautions us in our counseling others in verse 13. What is offered as wisdom can be based on pride and other sinful passions. Self-centered faith will manifest itself into self-centered works. In this case, it is helping others in an unhelpful manner. True wisdom is from God. 
improves itself by action, verse 13. And the word sensual, found in verse 15, means unspiritual, not possessing the Spirit of God. We are witnessing so much anger on every front. But know this, James 3.18 says, Peacemakers who sow in peace raise a harvest of righteousness. Human anger does not produce God's righteousness, but peacemaking does. This is what Jesus said as well. He said, blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called sons of God in Matthew 5, 9. They are God's sons because they are acting like their father, producing the type of righteousness of which God is proud. This is different from the anger and struggle of merely human ways of producing what human beings call right. God's way requires his wisdom, his spirit. When James speaks about wisdom, he is not talking of how much knowledge a man has, but how he lives his life. It is not the possession of knowledge the proper application of it that counts. Jesus Christ is the portrait of the truly wise man. He is wisdom incarnate, Matthew eleven nineteen and 1 Corinthians 1, 30. But also, the wise person is one in whom the fruit of the Spirit is evident, Galatians 5, 22, 23. If a man is wise and understanding, he will demonstrate it by his good conduct coupled with the humble spirit that comes from wisdom. The Lord Jesus, the embodiment of true wisdom, was not proud or arrogant. He was meek and lowly in heart, Matthew eleven twenty nine. All who are truly wise will have hallmark of genuine humility. You see, what has already been said connects to the harvest of righteousness in James chapter 3, verse 18. True wisdom is peace-loving. Life is like the farming process. We have the farmer, the wise man who is a peacemaker, the climate, peace, and the harvest, righteousness. The farmer wants to raise a harvest of righteousness. Can this be done in an atmosphere of quarrels, labeling, and bickering? No. The sowing must take place under peaceful conditions. It must be done by those who are of a peace-filled disposition. A harvest of righteousness will be produced in their own lives and impact community. Righteousness will grow in a climate of peace, and it must be sown and cultivated by the peacemakers. Such persons not only love peace and live in peace, but also strive to create conditions of peace. You know, the amplified version of this passage of Scripture reads, now the harvest of righteousness, of conformity to God's will and thought and deed, is 
the fruit of the seed sown in peace. What is the harvest of righteousness? It is conforming to God's will in thought and in deed. The will of God is the very righteousness of God. So, then righteousness in a person is the harvest, the fruit, the result of a seed that was sown in peace. Every seed sown always produces a harvest. Where there is a seed sown, there is a harvest on its way. If you want to, one, know God's will, and then, two, experience God's will in your life, it must start with a particular seed sown. What is a seed that we must sow? The word of God. In Mark chapter 4, Jesus tells us that the word of God is the seed a person must sow in their heart. For example, Peter tells us that we are born again not by a corruptible seed, but by an incorruptible seed, which is the word of God. You see, God's word is is his will. Isaiah 55, 8 declares, For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are my ways your ways, says the Lord. Some people try to tell us that we can never know what God wants or what he will do. That is not true. He plainly tells us in this passage of Scripture, that the reason we do not know his way is because we do not know his thoughts. The word way here means the course of life or the path you are on or the type of journey you are taking in life. The path or journey you are taking and the experiences you encounter can be the path that God walks in and enjoys. Or it can be a path where turmoil exists. Turmoil resides, takes its residence. It is all up to you and I. God is inferring here that if you think his thoughts, then your ways would be his ways. Romans chapter 12 verse 2 tells us, And be not conformed to this world, the way, the path of life. But ye be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove or live out what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. The will of God is his word. The teachings of righteousness are very important. Jesus said that we are to put first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Also, Jesus said there is a blessing for those who hunger and thirst for righteousness. They feed and are satisfied. John the Baptist came to show the way of righteousness. Who did John prepare the way for? But Jesus in whom is our righteousness. 
Let us put him first in our lives. Let us put on the new man, the new creation in Christ. You see, there is more to just receiving this gift, but allowing Christ to reign in and through our lives. That produces a harvest of righteousness. With such a high calling to be like Jesus, we put him first. The outcome is life, and the spirit is life through it. There is discipline that trains a child in righteousness. The outcome is maturity. This mature man or woman of God is a purposed one, trained, no longer a child tossed to and fro, but one who has grown up into maturity in the teachings of Christ, equipped to live for Christ. The fruit, the reward of righteousness, is sown in peace. Peace is a seed, which whoever sows, it will be by the goodness of God yielding the fruit. The wise one who follows peace sows the fruits of righteousness. Let us pray. Lord, help us to be fruit bearers. Oh, may the fruit of your righteousness be sown in peace in our lives. Your life matters. And how we live matters to you. Lord, forgive us. Cultivate a new heart in us. Do a new thing that we live boldly, yielding the harvest of your peace, the harvest of your love, the harvest of your humility. And may we be your peace-making life givers in a time such as these. In Jesus Christ's name we pray. Amen.